brothers and sisters, it's, it's time, time for angel repair juice. I had all sorts of trouble yesterday. I kept doing this, and I kept forgetting to mute certain things. I listened to it and go, oh, listen, you can still hear us talking, and we're not supposed to be talking yet. Like right now. <laughs> and everybody, welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. I'm a knife, knifing around. No, he's not. <laughs> knifing around. Oh, oh, oh we're, not, we're not knifing around? No, you're not. Oh, oh okay. My name's Henry Vole. And my name's Matthew Pancake, and you're listening to the podcast that is the niche of all time. It is anime from a Lutheran perspective. The niche is... Good. The niche is... Life. Yep, and that's exactly what it is. Now, before we get started on anything else, why don't we do something that we always forget to do? And, you know, it's really sad that we forget to do it because apparently it is a uh, rookie mistake. It's a big rookie mistake. You know what that is, Henry? Um, He's Show prep? Forgetting to, <laughs> to do show prep? Well, you're close. It's uh, uh, Although that is something that we frequently forget to do like we did last week although we've got something yeah. this week <laughs> well contact info what do we do oh, contact info. yeah why don't oh, we so do this oh so close why don't we yeah well contact info show prep uh you know if we'd done show prep the contact info would be in there next <laughs> so that's true it's so true. so this time i'm not doing it by memory so that i can get it right so whenever people actually send an email it can actually get through rather than to Getting through to some random stranger. Let's, you know, some random stranger's email address. You know, it's so, actually going to repair. Yeah, angel re- juice. Yeah, repair angel juice, or you know, angel despair juice. That's what I said. Angel, right? angel despair juice. Angel, yeah. dis- angel despair juice. Okay, so don't send an email to angel despair juice. Send it to angel repair juice pc at gmail dot com. Angel repair juice pc. That's pc, not bc. Not, not you know, before or what is that, beta or what would they say? Baker. Baker. That's right. It's it's P for Peter. PC. Angel Repair Juice. I'm overdoing this, aren't I? Angel Repair yes. Juice PC at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook because there happens to be a page there. There happens to be a group there. Um, we're, we're actually asking all you guys to ask us anything. Um, that's probably dangerous since, you know, Angel Repair Juice is what it is, but... Ask us anything on the group there. On It's Angel Repair Juice on the group. My name is Matthew Pancake. You can look me up. Henry Volk is on there. You can look me up. You can look us up, angelrepairjuice.wordpress.com. And we have a Twitter, which I have yet to check. Uh, do you check it, Henry? <laughs> um, <laughs> every once in a while. ARJ Podcast. That's at ARJ Podcast. You can tweet us there. Are we... Are we uh, good at putting the show on uh, Twitter yet, or because um, I haven't looked, I don't know if it's even going up there. I'm gonna say it's about a fifty percent getting on there, right? So there's ten episodes instead of twenty, uh, right? Maybe not even that many. Maybe not even. That many. <laughs> okay. See, see what, what what we need to do is we is we need to expand our horizons, Matthew. E- expand our horizons. So we need to expand our horizons and get on the japanese version of facebook and create an angel repair juice page oh, for all the people I wonder, who i wonder how you yeah. would do that i wonder how you i don't know there ought to be a way to hack it somehow you could hack yeah. and put like and when i say hack like um you can you can do this with um 
um, Amazon's website. Get to the Japanese Am, uh, Amazon. You know, you just put in get rid of the .com and put in .jp, .jp and you'll get it. You know, of course. Well, I mean, of course, the problem with that though is if you try to log on with your American credentials, it doesn't know who you are. So. Well. That's but that's an that's an issue, but it would probably be something like Vine or whatever the latest social media thing is over there. You mean Baidu? Is that what it is? I think it is. I think. Uh-huh. I think. I don't know, but, but I have a hard enough time with America. But we're talking. But I think that trends. that's Chinese, though. I think that's the Chinese one. But Baidu is. Oh really? Yeah. J- hmm. Japan. Japan's open enough. They'd have a Japanese. There'd be a Japanese version of Facebook. That would be Zuckerberg's Facebook. I'm sure. It's just Probably. you'd get there and would be totally lost, I'm sure. So yeah. we would have to either find somebody that knows something about how to navigate the page in Japanese because I am I know just enough Japanese that if I showed up overseas, I'd get slapped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as reading it, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what does that? I have no idea. Forget it. Can you read that? Where If I click here, what happens? Oh, I just deleted the whole thing. That's what would happen for for me. I'm I'm about at that level, you know, where like a little baby randomly punching buttons and smiling at their parents going, Look at what I did. It's gone. So like eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> Not at all like eight pounds, six ounce. <laughs> baby for the Jesus. listeners, uh before we uh, got on the show. We were watching that clip from Talladega Nights, <laughs> and it's just hilarious and ne- so telling of American ne- cultural religious it never, trends. It never gets old. It no, just, it doesn't. It actually, it never gets old. It's going to be this thing that's going to be like as soon as some um, cable station, some cable network finds out what the niche is for this, they'll have a marathon. They'll just play Talladega Nights all day long. It'll be some holiday. There's some holiday that it, they'll. They'll say, you know, they're going to play it all day long, but I don't know what holiday it would be yet. I'm sure that they've got people working on this. You know, pretty soon you'll tune into any Turner Broadcasting thing, and it's going to have, you know, uh, oh, what's why can't I remember the name of this? Uh, the Christmas Story is that yeah, the, the one Christmas they play? Story, yeah. yeah, that they'll play all day, and they'll play Talladega Nights the same way. They'll they'll find some some reason to some NASCAR day. Some well, I don't think there's a is is there a NASCAR day? National NASCAR holiday. I, I don't know. I don't want NASCAR. Every, I thought every Sunday was a NASCAR holiday. <laughs> oh, hey, preacher man, you're taking two pointing at the at the watch going NASCAR is on in five minutes. Wrap this up. <laughs> See, I could never get into NASCAR, man. I mean, uh, I was once upon a time. Uh, yeah, I was. I was into it big time. Um, I got a story. I, there's a story behind why I'm not anymore. Um, yeah, it's and I'm not the only person that would say it, but I'm just going to talk about it right now. Why don't we just go ahead and do the um, anime fireos roundtable this week on Attack on Titan Junior High? Love is in the air. Reiner to Emir Chagrin asks Christia to the summer festival. Berthold wants to ask Annie, but he is just far too shy. However, when Christia joyfully replies that everyone should go, the first year's over here and the whole gang ends up going together. However, Reiner and Ymir are dead set on sparks flying between Annie and Berthold. Will Berthold and Annie find true love? Will the first year's mess up Reiner and Ymir's plans? 
hijinks ensue on the latest episode of Attack on Titan Junior High. For the Anti-Magic Academy, it's all-out war. Benefactors at the Academy have authorized the student body to gear up for an assault as Otari, Usagi, and Mari are released per Ikaruga's demands. Together, they team up to find and rescue Ikaruga, who has gone to find her sister. But the necromancer, who we have learned enjoys inflicting despair more than anything else, appears and kills Ikaruga's sister, and after trying to recruit the sorrow-stricken twin, leaves a dragon behind to destroy them all. Kusanagi again must muster everything that he's got to pull the team together, but his mana is running low. This week on Young Blackjack, Yabu is in America studying post-traumatic stress disorder. While consulting with Dr. Reisenberg about the disorder, he runs into an exhausted Hezama. Hezama has been researching Johnny's disease, but nothing makes sense. Turns out, Johnny was a military experiment, and the nerve gas he was exposed to caused him to develop his disease. Yet, Dr. Reisenberg is somehow mysteriously connected, since he decides to cure Johnny and even has an antidote. Meanwhile, Hizama is sent back to Japan and receives a letter from Tiara explaining Johnny's sudden recovery, which leaves him intrigued but agitated. Lance in Masks continues with a standoff between Yoroka Sudo and the Chief, as Alice, Yoifung, and Sylvie also take on various members of the Chief's henchmen. Each, in turn, take great strength from remembering how they relate to Yotoro and are able to dig down deep for the courage needed to survive the battle. Yoriko, on the other hand, is forced into a tight spot and winds up killing the chief. Yotoro, who has finally freed himself, appears on the scene just in time as Dorgon, the only henchman of the chief still standing, vows revenge on Yoriko. Yotoro, in turn, vows to protect Yoriko, and Dorgon prepares to kill them both. This week's Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Captain A's of Turbines agrees to negotiate with Orko. He decides to introduce them to Tewaz's leaders for further negotiations. However, it is discovered that Nays is quite the ladies' man, as his entire crew is made up of his many concubines. In this week's One Punch Man, the clan of the Sea Folk attacks City J with an intent to take over the surface world. An S-Class hero named Stinger is sent to take care of the situation, and although he eventually defeats all the minions of the clan, the Sea King himself appears and handily defeats S-Class hero after S-Class hero. The Sea King soon targets the largest evacuation center, and only C-Class heroes are on hand to try and hold off the seemingly indestructible monster. Saitama and Genos are on route from City C, but it's a long way off. Will Saitama make it in time? Maybe if he catches a lift with Moomin Rider, Cyclist for Justice. And that was this week's Anime Faro's Roundup. That's still a great way to end that. Even it's, it's, even if I do is. still trip over the the name of the thing, Anime Fire Rose Roundup. Yeah. See what it is is it's like a fire hose of animes, <laughs> right in the face. All of this anime just <laughs> right in your face. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you know, no, it, it, in some ways that sounds like a good thing, but in other ways, you know. Hey, hey, hey speaking of anime right in the face, um, my story has nothing to do with this, but I have, a, I have an amazing One Punch Man story. Oh, you do? Okay, go ahead. So um, yesterday my girlfriend took me out. Uh, she treated me to Korean, which was super amazing. Always of her. a good thing. Oh yes, yes. And the food, I must say, was absolutely amazing. I've never had kimchi that I enjoyed eating, but for whatever reason, the the kimchi they had there was uh, like extraordinarily delicious, and the food was amazing, and it was just all kinds of awesome. But what what made it even better was that a couple of tables over from us, there was um, these two guys uh, talking about One Punch Man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty enthusiastically. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, now you see, this thing is getting the kind that kind of cred, you know. This, oh, yeah. It's, it's, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving this thing to death. You know, there, there has, actually hasn't been a show like this one on for a really long time. This has got like mass appeal, and, and and the farther it goes, the more people are starting to like pick up on it, you know. And it's just, I don't know. There's, I I could imagine seeing this come over here with like like an awesome dub or something, and winding up playing on on uh, on. See, I was I was looking at a uh, a video. In fact, I put the video in the group here just a little while ago where this guy was talking about. Um, all the animators that they they got together to uh, freelance for this thing, for this production, because they wanted they wanted to contract Madhouse to do it, but Madhouse has been in like a a serious downturn for a while, and uh, so they they um, they they chose to freelance. So they got all these these animators that are that are big name animators over there to do this. But part of the reason is, and here's something for you: it's Shonen Jump is behind this. You know that. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I kind of had my suspicions. And and the idea is is they've got a, a nice backlog of the of the uh, of the manga, and they're not too averse to the idea of making original stuff too. So they, they mm. want to turn it into something big, and it's it's got the right flavor to just be you know you know comedic deconstructionist everything all across the board. I mean you. You haven't you you haven't been watching it, but you know just the idea of you know One Punch Man's not really interested in really saving people or anything like that. It's like oh, there's a meteor coming toward the Earth. Oh, okay, that sounds like a good test. I'm just going to see if I can punch the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> One punch shatters it into billions of pieces. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I see. I see tons of One Punch Man stuff all over Facebook. Yeah, it's... And, and various groups. And what I what I find really interesting, and I think this may be part of the appeal. I don't know. Um, and granted, that I'm the guy who isn't watching it right now, but um, is that the animation is so different? Yes. Um, yes. I think people find that refreshing. It's not different, like weird, but it's it's just really kind of. Um, it doesn't look like your typical anime uh, animation. Here's here's the reason why it doesn't look the same. I mean, besides the fact that they contracted out 
huge sections of the of the show so far to all these these different animators that are they have different styles and you know they assign them different parts so that but it's the inception of this thing is a webcomic and the webcomic is pretty simplistic looking in fact those there are and and they they often pay homage to the the original look Okay. You know, it's like really simplistic look. And they often do that. The original character design for Saitama, for instance, has this sort of almost Charlie Brownish look. You know, round <laughs> head, you know, just this sort of eyes and the mouth sort of drawn on there. You know, it's it's got that look. And and they did the same thing in the manga whenever they, they got the guy who wrote the story together with a, a much better artist to, you know, flesh it out. And they were like, now nah, you see, we got to put some of your work in this thing too so they in the manga they do the same thing they have homages to the art style and now they're doing the same thing in the show so frequently it, it's like you know the characters are off model you know it's like simplistic strange look you know that almost like uh, you see him do sometimes with the, the sudden shift to chibi look in the yeah. in these things, yeah. except that it's sh- a shift to that you know, at just the right time. And yes, it does have a very, very different look. All and it it still registers as anime, it still registers as Japanese when you see it. But they're definitely interested in just blowing all of that right out of you know saying, being not just inventive but reinventive. Mm. I think is the best way to for me to put it. They say, We know what we want but let's see how far we can stretch that. And, oh, yeah. And and the material kind of demands it anyway. Because it's just got so much crazy. Pooty, pooty, prisoner. <laughs> That's that, this, this, this last episode. This, it is so, it is also very politically incorrect. <laughs> very, very, you know, comp- compared to what is demanded of you here in the united states now which we have no idea what it is that we're being demanded of but we know it is because you got to be careful not to offend and not to offend on this and not to cause a problem with that and yeah well people at one pinch man they don't care (laughs) they they care about as much as saitama cares (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i I can't recommend it enough so yes run out watch it now Daisuke.net. Look it up. It's playing right now. In fact, the new show, the new episode comes out today. Mm. Yep. Comes right out Sunday. this second. Comes out Sundays. Right this second. Yeah, well, actually, See. actually, it's Monday in Japan now, so it's, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, so it's, it's probably already, already available. So, so why are you wasting your time listening to Angel Repair Because you may, when you could be watching One Punch Man. When you could be, yeah, well, this is if somebody's watching it on Tuesday, there's a little oh. talking about Sunday. Okay. Uh, that's, here's the thing. We want them to listen to Angel Repair Juice. If they, weren't oh. lis- if they weren't listening to Angel Repair Juice, they wouldn't know how desperate this situation is. You need this, to go yeah, watch. You need to go and watch One Punch Man. Not now. Wait till we're done. But you can... Besides which, you can multitask. You can listen to us and watch One Punch Man. And read read the subtitles. And, you know, go... Wait a minute. Where'd those guys go? Oh, I'm watching the show. Well, but but you'd have to have more than one device. So you'd have to... 
Not if it's a computer. Okay, that's yeah, that's true. We used to do the joke about, see, I've got Funimation up in this quadrant of the screen, and I've got Crunchyroll up in this quadrant of the screen, and I'm I'm watching on Daisuke, I'm watching One Punch Man, I'm I'm watching Attack on Titan Junior High in this corner, and I'm watching (laughs) (laughs) here's that fire hose again. (laughs) I'm watching four shows at the same time. See, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. There's a, there is a website out there. We're getting pretty close to the, to the, uh, to a break here in a second. So I guess what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to tell everybody pretty soon what it is we're going to talk about on the other side. I figured it's time to talk about discipleship and Kiki's delivery service. Did you get to rewatch that, or do you remember much of it, Henry? I got to watch about half of it this morning, but I, I more or less remember it. You more or less remember it. More, probably more or less than more, but yes. More or less than more? Yeah. Probably more or less than more. I'm going to have to write that down and figure out what you meant by that. <laughs> so, <laughs> probably more or less than more. See, I'm, I'm punch drunk. You shouldn't do this to me. I'm, don't make me have are to Are you interpret. punch drunk or Don't make me have to interpret. Drunk? Yeah, one punch drunk. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. Title, write that down. Title. That's the title. Drunk. One punch drunk. Okay. Okay. When we get back in the old noggin, it's in the old noggin. We get get back in just a moment with more Angel Repair Juice. Stick with us. You're listening to Angel Repair Juice. Hello there. Hank Hill, American and Assistant Manager of Strickland Propane. I've come here today to tell you about Angel Repair Juice. Angel Repair Juice has changed my life for the better. It makes me want to get up in the morning every day and be a good American, I tell you what. So, next time you get down in the dumps, Try some Angel Repair Juice. It's good for your soul, I tell you what. Welcome back to Angel Repair Juice. Let me do this. My again. name is Henry Volk. Yeah, uh, uh, my name's Matthew Pancake. Okay, since we're doing that, then let's do this. See how quickly we can do this. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. Um, see, here's 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 how we would do this, Henry. Um, oh wow! What I, I, it just occurred to me. This is a performance note. Um, here's here's how we would do this. We would say, I would do one. I would start off going angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. Then you jump in with the next one. Then I jump in with the next one and make it into like a lightning round thing. Mm. No, we can't get it. We can't, there's no way to pull it off today. No, but no. Angel, but angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. You can uh, talk to us on Facebook. Look for me. My name's Matthew Pancake. He's Henry Volk on Facebook. You can find uh, our group on Facebook. It's called Angel Repair Juice. You can find a page there, Angel Repair Juice. People are liking it a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. We'll see where this thing goes. And 
A-J-R. Did I get it right? Angel A-R-J, A-J-R-J. Podcast on Twitter. That's at A-R-J Podcast. I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to figure it out. Okay. Before the break, now, and I asked you, and you got through, well, you know, you've seen uh, Kiki's Delivery Service before. I don't know um, how many listeners we have that would care uh, that we're going to talk about a, a an anime about a witch. Um, <gasps> <laughs> you know, I was never allowed to watch this when I was a kid. Oh, really? No. Just because no, of the man. witch aspect of it? Mm-hmm. So one day I snuck it. How did we were you- at the video store. I'm like, hey, Mom, can I get this movie? It has a witch in it. But, like, I didn't allude that, you know, the, the main character was a witch. And she's oh. like, okay. And we got, then we started watching, and she's like, oh, so it's about a witch. Right from <laughs> the get-go. Like, yeah. Right from the get-go. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, <laughs> they didn't actually have witches back in Old Testament times. They had necromancers, and they had spiritists, and they had, you know, fortune tellers. Yeah, um, which were basically the, the prophets of pagan... Deities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like witchcraft like we think of. Well, it's not even like flying around on a bloom, a broom and stuff like that. In the a first, bloom. A bloom, yeah. A bloom, riding around a bloom. But but this is a Miyazaki film. It's based on a based on a, a book, by the way. It's called Kiki's Delivery Service, which um, they made into a movie, an, a live-action movie a couple of years ago. I'll bet you never heard of it. After this, you'll never hear of it again because apparently nobody liked it. So, but, so don't get confused by Studio Ghibli's Miyazaki film, Kiki's Delivery Service, and this other one. Forget the other one. There's two of them? Yeah. It, it came out a couple of years ago. Is it like a remake? or? Yeah, it's, it's a remake, uh, and it turns out that it's nowhere near is interesting and there's a lot of reasons why it's not as interesting and i'll talk about those here in just a second huh. but. is it like a, like a total remake or like a remaster or no no it's a remake it's a live action remake oh okay yeah. I thought it was like a like a sequel or something is, but, nah, oh, nah. a live action yeah but, no no it's not like a sequel like disney does these like direct-to-video sequels no no that's not oh, it. okay even that would be like what kiki's delivery service 2 what Okay, so for those she's older and got the internet, and now she does everything through eBay. Yeah, there you go. She's like one of those hipster store owners. She's got well, she's franchised yeah. out now. That's yeah. what it is. She's got like all on all 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 around. You know, she's got all these witches that are doing deliveries all around the world. Well, no, no. see, that's all irrelevant now because it's the real magic is in the uh, electronic monetary transfers. So you don't even need real magic then. Uh yeah, you still got to get stuff delivered. Oh, drones, drones. <laughs> there you go, drones. Kiki's drone service. Okay, so for people who who don't know what that is, or if up until this time you didn't know that you know Miyazaki made a story about a witch. The <gasps> the story is about yeah, I know, I know. Well, it's we've we've we got to do that. At post Harry Potter, I can't imagine anyone would care. Wasn't allowed to watch you know, that one either. Yeah, well, really, seriously. No. I mean, that isn't even that long ago. No, but those were really popular when I was in elementary and middle school. Yeah, well, that was... But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of parents were really up in arms, I guess. But I, but I can't imagine that now. It's 2015, right? Yeah. I can't imagine that, that it would be that way now. 
No, I mean, no. you see, I, I think that a lot of the the Christian mythology about neo-paganism and witchcraft and and that Satanism has kind of been, uh, for the most part, completely disproven. So, I mean, while we would object to its, um, for ideological and theological reasons, it's not, I don't think, like this overwhelming fear like people had um, in the past. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's actually promoting real witchcraft. Although, I, I guess that was the contention with Harry Potter, because the author had actually done some substantial research into Wicca and, and other forms of uh, witchcraft and that to, yeah, to but construct her books around. You, you, know? you would kind of have to for this reason. Who wants to s- try and sit around for a few years and make all that up? Espe- yeah. Especially if – here's as an author um, – Especially if what's going to happen is is you're going to start writing about witches and wizardry and all that stuff, and then suddenly you're going to get like tons of of hate mail because you got all this wrong. How does no? Okay, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that. But just go to the library, get the information, get it right the first time. Won't have to worry about it. You know, maybe once in a while we'll get something from somebody saying, but actually, no. No, we'll do the research. That way, I won't have to deal with it. And then she, then she's got something that she can construct a story, you know, around. But remember, what we do at Angel Repair Juice isn't like you know try and disprove or dis deconstruct these things. It's just the idea of looking at it. And since we have the mind of Christ, I I absolutely love that idea. You know, we as all Christians, the body of Christ, we have the mind of Christ, so we think with the mind of Christ. So. You know, we look at something and go, yeah, which is, this is actually not dangerous. This isn't going to, especially, let, let me just talk about this so that people will remember, or if you're mm-hmm. not familiar with it. Um, you know, Kiki's Delivery Service is set in a world that, at the time, looks perfectly normal, except that there are witches in the story. You know, there are cars, automobiles, flying machines, blimps, all the normal stuff that you would find in normal life bicycles humans are normal um there's not people running around searching for lost treasure and things like that they're living normal lives they're they're baking bread and they're you know being policemen and going to school and normal stuff it's a normal world except that there are witches in that world and the tradition is is that whenever a witch turns 13 she has to go out into the world for a year to figure out how to make a life for herself. And this is sort of the premise of Kiki's Delivery Service. It starts off... Kind of like the Amish. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually... That's actually pretty pretty close. There are other cultures that do the same this same kind of thing. Um, they're not just grabbing this out of thin air. Um, the story... That's the premise of the story. So it starts off with Kiki figuring out that um, tonight's a full moon and, the, and it's supposed to be, you know... Beautiful sky out tonight, so tonight I'm leaving. In spite of the fact that her normal dad, by the way, he's not a wizard or any of that, um, her normal dad was going to you know, go off before she leaves for a year, and they were going to do something. It's like, why tonight? Why, why did you pick tonight? Because it's going to be a great night. Okay, whatever. So, 
And the story is all about her finding a town. She's got to, like, get herself settled in. And she's got to figure out what her way forward in life is. Now, here's why I wanted to talk about it. How many times do Christians wonder what the, like, for instance, what the will of God is for their life? Or just what am I going to do with my life? Just for normal people. Mm -hmm. Just just that. Um, But before I you know spoil any of the story um if if i'm not exactly sure how you would keep from spoiling the story it's so wonderful just go right now go find some place get this thing watch it it's just yeah. it's a lot of fun it's been out forever it's, i mean if we spoil it by now it's really your fault 1988 i think is when it came out it's yeah. it came out after um totoro and uh one of the the things about this is is I know why Miyazaki chose it is because it's all about flying and the story is when Kiki's delivery service is the thing that Kiki does well is she flies or well actually she doesn't do that very well either but she, the one thing that she can do is fly her broom and when she gets into town she gets this idea it's actually planted in her head by somebody um, that she's going to have a delivery service she gets in with uh, a uh, a husband and a wife who have a bakery and they have customers come in who might like to have things delivered. And Miyazaki loves flight. Everybody knows yes. that Miyazaki works this into everything. You know, my neighbor Totoro. Well, it sounds like a story about, you know, whenever you look at it, you see Totoro doesn't have wings. Eventually he's flying around with the other kids on a top. You know, he's got to work it in somehow. You know, if you just say it, it sounds bizarre. Whenever you see it, it's absolutely wonderful. So that's the thing about Miyazaki's films. You know, on paper, just when someone explains it to you, you say, that's crazy. When you see it, you go, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's just, how, that's just how it is with his stuff. That, that's not a bad analogy. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> so... So, but the thing about it is, is he has a number of themes in there. This is just me watching it and and picking up on it. Not only is it about somebody going out and trying to find life, but it's also about what often happens to you when you do try to do it. Because at one point um, in this story, as she's starting to have doubts about life, she starts to lose her powers. She has a cat. She has a familiar. You know, most people would say, oh, it's a bad thing. You have a familiar, well, it's a talking cat. It doesn't even manifest any magic or anything. It's just always there. Don't talk to cats. That would be interesting. Have a cat you could talk to, right? I think some people do anyways. They talk to their pets anyway, whether they talk back or not. So I, it makes perfect sense. You know, if the cat could talk back to you, great. She can. She starts losing the ability to hear him. See, if my cat talked back to me, I would be really afraid. Because he always gives me these death glares. <laughs> I swear, man. He, if he had the ability to murder people in his sleep, he would. Oh, uh, there's there might be some scientific evidence to that. That most of the time, that's what cats would rather do. Probably would be murder you than like snuggle, you know. Yeah. But either way. <laughs> Anyways. So, but but one of the themes in there. This is one of the things that Miyazaki does well in the animation in this movie is right at the very beginning, there's this scene where she's getting ready to leave. Dad comes upstairs, and, and she, says, she says to Dad, pick me up like you used to, okay? You know, just a kid, right? So he goes to pick her up, and she's heavy. And they make a big deal out of the fact that she's heavy. 
So this movie's like filled with, in spite of the fact that there's lots of flight in it, he establishes very early on that the world has weight, that things have weight. And so that, I mean, for one of the reasons is, is because you've got to worry, like if somebody's flying around, if they might fall. That also is a theme in this movie. It's about falling, about failing, about um, loss, you know, so that it's sort of a metaphoric feel through this whole thing. You know, whenever Kiki's way up and uh, way up in the sky on her broom and the wind comes along and, and throws her off her off her thing, you actually feel like she might fall. And if she were to fall, then what would happen? Then later on, there's this entire scene after she's lost her powers where she's trying to get this to work. She's repeatedly going down a hill trying to get the broom to work, tried to, trying to fly, and keeps falling and falling and falling. I think the thing that you could take away from this is that before the fall, before she starts to, to fail, she's setting this whole thing up as sort of like an aggrandizement for herself. You know, I'm going to make my way. I'm going to do great things. I'm going to do, you know, and, 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 and as much as the misadventures are, you know, where she loses part of one of the deliveries and has to go back and find it and has to stick Gigi the cat in this cage and it's all this crazy stuff that was going on along with the dog, you know, and I'm, I'm doing this in such a way as to try to entice people to watch it without re- actually spoiling it. But after she loses her power, she's like walking around wondering, what on earth am I going to do now? I've, this seems like the whole thing is a failure. Doesn't become a fail. Doesn't become until her perspective has to change. She has to stop thinking about this stuff. And the way she does it is because of her would-be boyfriend, who is actually a stand-in for Miyazaki. He's got glasses and all that stuff, like a like a young boy version of himself, interested in flight. You know, he's got that bicycle with the big propeller on it, and he's gonna, gonna, you know, hey, let's go for a ride on there. You know, <laughs> you remember that scene, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And they're like on the on the highway pedaling, you know, and he's that's that's until the boyfriend gets in in the, this kind of mortal danger where it really looks like he's going to fall and die, and the only person that could do anything about it would be her, Kiki. If she could fly, <laughs> if if this worked, and Miyazaki does this sort of switch up that's not apparently it's not in the book, but it's a thing that he did, is her broom got broken when she was trying to do it, and she'd given up entirely. She knows now that she kind of needs to do this, and the only broom she can find is a street sweeper broom, you know, a straight broom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So she grabs it from this guy, right? Says, says, excuse me, I need to borrow this. And, and, and the thing about it is, is the way Miyazaki sort of used the imagery to show you how this works. This character, this guy who s- sweeps the streets with this, with this broom, would be the lowliest of, of people. They absolutely, this is what she is, where she is now. She's at this lowest point of her life where she can't do it. She can't do the things that she was. She can't be who she thought that she was. She has to find out now that she's somebody else. And and when it does happen, of course, you know, you got to watch this thing, to watch it sort of go crazy at first, 
and then she's screaming at the broom going i swear if you don't straighten up (laughs) (laughs) because because if if she doesn't get her act together now when it counts it's catastrophe you know and this is the thing that people don't remember about their their christian walk um as much as we are always looking for our way you know our our way a lot of the time whenever you look back at your life cuz that's really when you start to get the wisdom the the sort of mind of christ compare what you're trying to do now with where you've been and you look at those times where everything was falling apart and you really couldn't do anything about it but do you see where i'm going with this henry oh yeah, yeah yeah where you you couldn't really do anything about it but in a pinch something clicked something happened to make make things work that is the reason why i can't stand christian self-help books i'd rather you listen to angel repair juice and listen to us talk about things this way you use the mind of christ to analyze not just anime but your life you know to think about you know those times when you're at your lowest but you're still able to pull it off and you look back and you can't figure out how other than this god did it you know other than other than you know you can't you can't think of any other reason you know at your lowest point and especially if you got to your lowest point and you really only could just be a servant and that was what made the difference you know not not my wonderful life my wonderful things that i'm doing for god my wonderful nope i was just this lowly person couldn't do this anymore and literally chose maybe that this is all that I've got left. I've got to start living down here instead of up here. You know? And then whenever I was living here, this is when God lifts you up. When you're down here. So that that sounds very evangelical, but there's still truth in it. There's still you know, I how old are you? You don't have to tell me, Henry, if you don't want oh. to. But, but how old are you? I just turned fifty four, man. No, you just changed twenty Really? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 22, man, 22. 22? Oh, I, oh, I thought you were a little older than that. See, I'm I'm 49. I don't usually tell people how old I am. It just doesn't seem to make any difference for radio. I mean, people can't see me. They don't know what I look like. You know, one of these days, I guess we'll do the video thing for, like, um, Radical Grace Radio. Or we can get it working for Angel Repair Juice. Who knows? Um, maybe at a time in the future whenever we can, like, you could have a studio of your own. You know, people could see who we are. But, you know, I look back at my life, and I've been doing this a lot over the last couple of months, um, thinking about those moments. Maybe this is a reason why it matters. Those, those moments when I couldn't fly anymore, where I couldn't get out of bed anymore on my own, where I couldn't, um, because of various infirmities or whatever, just like my – I actually broke my back at one point. Um, when I was in my twenties, um, didn't know it. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. It's compression fractures is what they were. And my back ached oh, for six ooh. months. Um, yeah. but stupid me, because I grew up in rural Ohio was like, Oh, you know, it's just a backache. Uh, I'll get over it. You know? So I never went to the doctor three years later. 
They do an x-ray for something else. They go, yeah, this is all really good here, but I need to show you something else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the trick, though. Whenever he explained it to me, whenever he explained it to me, he said, these are compression fractures. You should have been flat on your back. No, I kept right on going. Now, I shouldn't have been able to. Well, I did. I don't believe you. You know, him telling me this. I'm like, well, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> At the time, I wasn't yeah. big on saying, well, it was, you know, it was the Holy Spirit or it was God or, or whatever. But looking back on it, I go, yeah, how on earth did I get to a point? Like, I've never had surgery for it. I've, I've never done any of that stuff. But it doesn't bother me today. And I know that I've had x-rays since then. And, you know, my it's still there. It's more more calcified and more remodeled than it was before, you know, but they're, but they're still sort of out of alignment, but I'm still okay. And I got neighbors right here next door who, you know, they have muscle spasms and they're on like three kinds of medication, you know, and yeah. I don't take any medication. I mean, I don't know how that must you know. be the angel repair juice, man. <laughs> Give me the extra nutrients. If, if, that's a, if that's a euphemism for the power of God, then okay, I agree with you. <laughs> and for seventeen hundred dollars, this power of God can be all yours. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you know, <laughs> what I kind of see here in the story is it's not. It's, it's more or less the same thing that you do, but. Um, you know, she's not able to um, find her powers until she does something for someone else. Yeah. So when she's using her powers uh, to her own ends, everything is kind of pointless. And it eventually all uh, ends up falling apart. So I had a mentor in college, and I'll never forget these words that he wrote me. Um, and he told me that um, God isn't found on a... Uh, mountaintop of theology but he's found down at the very bottom in service to others yeah and uh not only was that incredibly profound but it you know also really kind of cut me to the quick but uh, in conjunction in conjunction with that thought there's a, a roman catholic priest i like to listen to on the way to work in the morning sometimes uh, Father uh, Larry Richard, and he always says that, you know, if, if you can look back on your day, if you, you know, when you look back on your day, uh, think about whether you've done any kind of selfless, self-sacrificing act for anyone else. And if you can't answer yes to that question, then you've wasted your entire day. Because the whole point of our lives is to sacrifice ourselves uh, and our energies our time for others you know and i i think that in a lot of ways that that is kind of the moral behind the story is that uh when we use our powers and our energies um only to um only for ourselves there's really no point behind it you know um and i think inevitably that when we are so uh wrapped up in our own ego and ourself that those powers will inevitably fail us, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely see that working in the story too. Yeah, it's just it's it's uh, 
you know it's hard to it's hard to to figure out a jump there's um one thing that I wanted to remember to point out to people cuz this this comes this is a reason why I tell people watch out for english dubs because sometimes what happens is they're in such a hurry to get it done that they miss important details at the beginning of the story when kiki's on her way it's nighttime she's on her way to look for a town she runs into another witch and this witch is sort of like going around her her town you know and and she in the in the english dub version this whoever it is that does that this other witch's voice does it in a way that sounds like you know she's sort of arrogant and sort of stuck up and and stuff like that it's not like that at all the way it's done in in the japanese because if you see the bookends of it you see this witch at this point in the story and she's got sort of a confident look kiki's got the same thing at the end she looks the same way in fact it's sort of the same pose and everything on the broom flying along you know things are you know start you know finally starting to click after after you know the the story begins to wind down so it's not really about that you see that here was this person who went out and you know had already seen her own troubles her own story already been through it and had come to this point you know where it's sort of um you know that point that everybody wishes that they could get to and and here's the thing that I think that you ought to be reminded of is that you never reach that kind of peace without a lot of trouble. You know, everybody sort of they would love to have peace in their life, peace and tranquility and all that stuff, but they don't really want any of the other stuff that comes along with it. You know, all of the the pain that can happen, all of the suffering, the grief and and you just can't have that without having gone through all of that. It, it just that's the way it works in this fallen world you know you you have to go through it and there's nobody that gets out of out of this life without being scuffed up it's just that's all there is to it and that's the only time you're going to find that peace that that kind of peace that you're looking for is only going to come at the end only going to come later after after the trials and the tribulations you know, so when people get wrapped around their pole about why did this happen to me, why did that happen to me, that's eh, you don't. I don't ever tell them that this right at at that moment in their life when they're grieving over something that's gone on. But you know, I know that you know as as a general rule, human beings are going to come out the other side of it, realizing that. Yeah, there there was some good that came out of this. I just was not at a position where I could recognize it. So, yeah, sort of touching. And the good, yeah, go ahead. The good, yeah. I mean, and the good may not come out until much later. You might not recognize it. That's the whole point. You know, we we don't have omniscient minds to where we could, um, you know, be able to analyze these things right on the fly as they're happening go you know what i wrecked my car today oh that's going to be you know and this is how it's going to bless me in the future now see that sounds crazy because we can't think that way but in the future we might look back at it and go oh well i turned out to be a good thing that happened to me and here's why you know you wouldn't be able to see this until until later yeah crazy thing that you know speaking of cars i guess um, I had a car that I really, really loved. 
um, it was a uh, Chevy Lumina that it was sitting out here in the parking lot of my apartment complex and I'm asleep inside and someone's knocking on the door and says, hey, uh, do you own this uh, Chevy Lumina out here? I said, I sure do. Well, someone hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, you know, I get my keys. And like, I'm not really like too worried about this at this point yet that I get my keys, lock the door and following out long, you know, because and I come around and, oh, no, no, someone didn't just hit it. And they didn't just hit my car because what it was was a stolen moving van. Listen to this. A stolen moving van that someone drove down into the parking lot, dead end, panics, and then starts backing up and hits every vehicle multiple times. Okay? Every vehicle. And I mean the hood on my car is like buckled in and... And, you know, the windshield is smashed and the, the driver's side window is smashed and, and the passenger side window is smashed and it's, and it's moved. The car is moved backwards. And so is these other cars. They're all like there's a van that's pushed up against the, the building. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. been hit that hard. Well, okay, what on earth kind of blessing? <laughs> there's no way that I could stand there in, in this fallen world the way we are. Now, there's no way I could stand there and go, wow, what a blessing this is for me. There's just there's no way that I could do it. There's and no nobody's superhuman like that. Um, in fact, I don't even think we were created that way in the first place, you know, before the fall. Um, you know, but afterwards I can go, oh, you know, I never got rid of full coverage on this car, did I? And I got, you know, a nice little check especially whenever my uh my insurance guy said um have you had any work done on the car in the last six months and i said i sure did said bring all those bills with you so did that and then drove right past the car that i wanted that was a nice gold you know champagne gold um cavalier which by the way this thing is like the workhorse car of all time has a blemish in the top of it, so I got like a huge discount on this car. Mm. You know, <laughs> huge yeah. discount, and I still have that car, and that thing has cost me way less in in um, in um, maintenance and stuff like that than than you know I could even than, than that Lumina ever did. You know, in in all the time that I've had it, if it stopped running tomorrow, I could still count it as a blessing. You know, it's, it's yeah. an awesome car. And, you know, I can just interpret that, but there's no way I could have interpreted any of that looking at that smashed Lumina <laughs> that night. There's no way I could have, you know, it was just a numbing time where I'm going, where, where I'm actually looking at a police officer and asking why you want to see my driver's license. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could go get it. You know, I was like numb. So I guess I can go get my driver's license. Do you want my insurance card too? Maybe <laughs> somebody else smashed. Oh, and and here and I have no idea if this would ever amount to anything. But from time to time, I get a, a letter from a lawyer who is pursuing the the company, the the towing company, the people who left the keys in the towing van, in not the towing company, the uh, the moving van company, 
the people who left the keys in the van. Uh, this guy's like representing a, a bunch of people, and apparently I got assigned him. I, I never, I've never talked to this guy, but I, 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 and even though it's been ten years, I keep getting updates saying we've made progress. We've made progress. They keep promising <laughs> to give me a settlement. And I'm like, and I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not even asking him to pursue. You know, and it's like, okay, I guess if something ever happens with that, then okay, (laughs) I suppose, you know, so, you know, and I could, and and rather than bore everybody, I could could go on and on um, at this point in my life talking about the things that were blessings that sure didn't look like blessings then. So (sighs) do you have anything to add to that? It's all about having a positive perspective on the events that happened in your life. No, well, I oh, wrong, wrong I would never give or... that advice to anybody. I would never. <laughs> I would ne- somebody standing there looking at their the smashed automobile. So, yeah, anybody standing there looking at their smashed automobile or or any any catastrophe. Notice that I picked automobile. I don't want to like talk about. Um, you know, rougher stuff right this second, yeah, not because, heavy. because, you know, you, you don't, I, I wouldn't want anybody to think that for a second that I'm comparing anything that's happened to me to theirs, you know, and I would never tell them, well, yeah, you know what? You just lost your wife and kids in an accident and stuff like that, but look on the bright side. No, no, don't yeah. ever do that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that is horrible. the worst thing that you can do. And it's even worse to sell books that say that, you know, yeah. well, the power of I am, you can know. I mean, and then I think this too, that, that the good that comes out of situations um, that are bad, I think it uh, is really due in a large part to people's reaction and response to tragedies that, you know, uh, in some ways the good that, come, that comes out of it has nothing to do with the actual tragedy. Yeah. Because some things are just, Almost some irredeemable. Just, yeah, some things bad. are just bad. But, you know, uh, you know the, the good is never perhaps as, um, maybe to put it kind of crassly, equal to the bad. But it does give people a chance to respond and to act in kindness and love and sympathy and charity. Yeah. Um, which, once again, doesn't like make it all better. But it is a good nonetheless. Yeah. And it's and yeah. and that's exactly you know I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to put that any better than that you know just yeah. so there there is a time where you can look at someone and say you know now let's count your blessings but while it's it's going on that's not it's it's not a good time to say look on the bright side or look how God's punishing you either one okay because yeah. I know that that's still in the air after after the whole paris thing i've you know oh, it yeah. keeps rare rare raising its ugly head so well you, you know of course we're probably getting close to the the end of the time but i think yeah. of the uh I, I think of the the story the in the uh deuterocanonical uh apocryphal uh book of tobit where um his father sends him out on this journey to uh ectoban in babylonia to uh reclaim this uh, money that, that he had like invested there or something. I, I forget the, the details of the story because it's been a while since I've read it, 
but it turns out I believe he has a, a cousin. Um, keep in mind the, the time when this was written, who um, every time she marries a man, uh, a demon cause. Uh, what is it? I think the demon just comes in and kills the men in their sleep before the they can consummate the marriage. Uh, the demon's name is uh, Asmodeus. And um, so, but in the, the whole workings of this story, um, Tobias, um, uh, you know, gets this trust of money that his father had, had left with someone in Ectoban, and he ends up marrying this woman. But the angel Raphael... Uh, basically tells them how to exercise the demon, and then Raphael binds the demon in the wilderness so that all the tragedy that this woman had faced with all of her husbands dying and the shame that she had because of it um, is basically resolved um, by Tobias. And and so I think it kind of along that line, it's like, you know, the tragedy is always going to be there, but sometimes God does provide people um, who are there to help us and to um, enter into a new phase in life. You know, not that it makes everything better, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed to ramble from time to time. If only I was Roman Catholic, I would know this story better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you get for, you know, Jesus. You started off talking about listening to, you know, Roman Catholic, and now you're over here. Oh, let's talk about a a deuterocanonical uh, apocryphal story that I don't even remember the details of. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's worth a read. It's a a very entertaining story, and it has a great moral to it. But, uh,. But not a just so moral, I hope. No, no. Good, good, no. because I hate just so stories. Rudyard Kipling, where are you? Either way. Okay, so you've been listening to Angel Repair Juice. We're almost at the end of this thing. Um, we hope that you like listening to the show. We hope that you would send us an email, angelrepairjuice at pc, uh, angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. And as a matter of fact, if you join up and go to the group right now, I put a thing on there. I don't know if anybody's seen it yet. It's basically an AMA, which is an Ask Me Anything. In this case, it's Ask Us Anything. Um, And we'll talk about it on the show. So my name's Ben Matthew Pancake. I'm Henry Volk. And you've been listening to Angel Repair Juice. And come back and listen to us next time. Saying or no, saying or day.